G'day punters and welcome back to another edition of Two Blokes and a Punt with myself, Lucky McDonald and the big dildo, Dylan Hall. How are you, brother? Yeah, doing very, very well at the moment. Just ticking over, ticking over life at the moment. That's all we can ask for, mate. That's all we can ask for. And That's just got to I actually uh, heard Joe Dirt say this today. You just got to keep on keeping on. <laughs> Fuck, that's a good movie, isn't it? Oh, it's easily David Spade's best work. How he didn't win an Oscar, I don't know. Oh, he didn't even get nominated the poor bloke, you know? And he even got the poo on him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, it brings back so many memories. Oh, Oh, far out. It's, it's, I got me here. I got me here at common. Nope, that's a big old frozen turd. <laughs> see, the, see the see the peanut in here? It's a dead giveaway. <laughs> it's just, I, it's such a stupid movie, but it's such a great movie. I fucking love it. Oh, yeah, so good, so good. Uh, <laughs> Look, we'll, uh, we'll get stuck into business. Uh, it is your AFL predictions this week. Uh, so let's kick us off. Uh, so we'll uh, break in uh, like we did last weekend, uh, like, like we did last week, uh, into sections. So run through up until uh, your top eight, or if you want to go the other way around, uh, and then we'll uh, do... Choice of two with two blokes, and then we'll finish you off. Yeah, so I'm going to start at 16. Yep. Um, so I will start this, and I'll preface all of this by saying um, I am not confident at all with a lot of these selections. Um, <laughs> I think this oh, year is, I, I think this year is going to be so-called one of the expert. Most, well, I think this year's going to be one of the most um, oh, what's the term like competitive seasons that there has been for a while. Um, I think there's a a lot of teams that on their day can take it out and, and can win. Um, yeah, like I a hundred percent believe that on their day, North Melbourne North Melbourne would be able to beat like a a top four team. Um, if the top four team were playing shit, um, that's what yep. I mean. Is that it's? I really hope that there's going to be. I, I, well, I, I reckon there will be a lot of bumper games, and I hope we see a lot of teams, um, you know, playing their best against, you know, like two teams playing their best football. Um, so it's uh, it, it's going to be a very interesting season. Um, so, in 16th, I have North Melbourne. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are there 18 teams in the AFL? <laughs> oh, who have you missed? No, it's 16, you f- are you sure? 
There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Fuck! <laughs> oh, oh, here is the AFL expert. Um... What have I missed? <laughs> oh. Actually, oh don't. It, it, it's, it's easy. It's actually quite... <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, well, oh, my Lord. I'm having an absolute mare of the day. Um, oh, my God. This is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord. Mr. I, I am so Mr. embarrassed AFL right himself. Mr. I, AFL himself, I am going to put this... Like, this has to go viral. Like, Mr. I, AFL. This makes me feel so much better about things. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can I just ask the teams that you didn't put in? Um, Gold Coast. So they're, they're fair enough to forget. Um, um, and Richmond. What the fuck? <laughs> um, which actually, this actually makes me feel so much better about my life. Um, Hell. <laughs> Because like I was sitting there and I had the team I had in tenth. I'm sitting there going, "There's no way in hell they're tenth. Like, like I had them way like further down. Like I literally had them. I, I thought they were going to be like twelfth, and I, and I don't know why it didn't click that things weren't adding up. But it um oh my god. Just so it, everyone's aware, um, you can actually message Dylan. Through our socials and tell him what an absolute knob jockey he is. <laughs> Fuck. Um, right, are you on the spot now? Let's start at eighteen. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I'm just reshuffling. <laughs> oh what a my god! Spas- what a spastic! Who does this? Um, Jesus. Um, all right, now nah, that's easy. I'll fix it up pretty quickly, actually. So, um, in 18th, the Wooden Spooners, not the team that's coming 16th and getting the Wooden Spoon. <laughs> it's uh, the Wooden Spooners. Oh, I have North Melbourne. Um, look, I know they've got Clarko. They've drafted really well with Harry Sheasel. Um, and I want to say George Wardlow. I can't remember the other bloke's name now. Um yeah, George Wardlow. And also, um, you know, rec- they've done, a, they, you know, they brought in a couple of, well, one good re- recruit in um, Griffin Logue. Um, you know, they're definitely a young side that's going to come up, hopefully. Um, and as I said, I think I think Clarko will start helping get them firing. I don't, but I don't see them progressing further than 18th. Um, it, it's so, yeah, I've, I think there's they're gonna be there's gonna be a bit of controversy around this team all year, uh, or for a while, especially with the Hawthorne review going on at the moment. So I think at some stage that's going to come out. Um, Clarko's already in trouble with the media, um, you know. So you've got um, what's his name, Taron Thomas, also in trouble. As well, so you know they're, they're going to be a talked about team. Um, I think a lot of people think that Clarko is going to come in and 
in a year taken to the top eight, but it's not going to happen. Um, their list is – they've got some good young players, but it's just not there yet. Um, I do think that they go, they're going to probably surprise a few teams. Um, but at the same time, I can also see them getting belted by 100 points by some teams as well. So um, I think it will be an improving season for them. Um, but, yeah, I don't see them like going gangbusters and, and changing dramatically. Like they won two games last year. I expect them to win more than what, maybe three or four. Um, but yeah, I don't see that see them going higher than eighteenth. Um, in seventeenth, I've got the team that probably I think a lot of people think will be last. Um, that's Hawthorne. Um, I think they're in a similar boat in terms of they've got a lot of young players. Um, They've also got no forward line, really. Um, so, but I do, there's, there's a number of players in, yeah, at Hawthorne that I really, really like. Um, John Newcomb's one of them. I think he's going to be an absolute fucking star. Um, he already is a bit of a star, but I think he's going to take his football to the next level without Tom Mitchell and Diego Amira in the side. Um, you know, they're going to get Will Day back, I think. That poor bloke, every time he seems to get going, he gets injured. So I'm hoping that he stays injury-free this year and he can have a real good crack. Um, they've brought in a few good recruits. Um, you know, they've got Carl Waymon coming across from Port. Um, he, he's an absolute, he's an out, outside beast. Um, I, I think he's been playing fairly well in the... Um, in the practice matches and things like that. So, you know, I'd, I'd watch out for him running down that wing. Um, Lloyd Meek is another one, um, sort of on the fringe. He was on the fringes at Freo. Um, I think Freo raided him a little bit, but they were, um, you know, obviously behind Sean Darcy. Um, what's his name? Uh, Luke Jackson um, and a few other tools that he, he saw bit down the pecking order. So um, I expect him to come over to Hawthorne and have a fairly decent year. Um, I think he's already sort of been um, having a good run so far as well. So um, that would be really interesting. I, as I, said, I think they're going to be an interesting team. They're going to be very like, very much like North Melbourne. Is that, you know, one week they're going to roll out and get absolutely belted by 100 points. And then the next week they're going to lose by a point like, kick off the siren or something like that. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how they go. Um, as I said, it'll be tossed up between them and North Melbourne for last, but I think that Hawthorne will just pip them. Um, I tend to like Hawthorne just a little bit better. Um, in 16th, bit of a controversial choice here, um, but I think given their already injury-depleted list. Um, I don't see that getting any better for the year. Uh, new coaching, um, who normally plays a very defensive game. Um, and so I don't think a defensive game at the moment is what they need. Um, but well, actually, they do because they don't have a forward line. So. And that is St Kilda. 
Um, I really don't rate their list at all. Um, they've got one or two good players. Um, you know, they've got Jack Steele, uh, Jack Sinclair. Um, you know, so it will be really interesting. But as I said, they don't have a forward line. You know, um, what's your name? King's out. Membry's injured. Um, uh, the young South Australian guy, I can't remember his name. Um, Jack Hayes is out. Um, like pretty much their tools have been just depleted. Um, Rowan Marshall is going to pick up um, a lot of work, I think. Um, and if he goes down, then they really are screwed. Um, the one highlight I think is going to be for them um, is another young South Australian, um, and that is Matthias Philippou. Um I think he's going to be – I don't have him winning the Rising Star. I'll talk about the Rising Star later, but I don't have him winning it. But it won't surprise me if he pushes uh, the eventual winner. Um, hopefully Port Adelaide are already in his ear to try and get him to come back. Um, and if not, I'm happy to go down and talk to him for them because um, I think this kid this kid is going to be an absolute jet. So, um, yeah, unfortunately for Saints fans, I think they're going to struggle for the first five, six rounds um, and, and until they can start getting their strongest team on the park. And I think by then it's going to be a bit too late. Um, so, yeah, I've got them in at 16th. I think, as I say, a bit of a controversial one, but, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I don't think uh, the Saints are in for much of a year. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd swap your bottom two around. I've got the Hawks on the bottom of my table. Yeah, as I said, well, I think it'll be a coin flip for them. So um, Yeah. yeah. Um, in 15th, I have a team. I really don't know how to get a read on this team. Um, actually, no, I'm going to... Oh, I told you this is going to. I'm not confident with it, and I'm changing. I'm changing on the fly. Oh, on the fly. On the fly. I'm only swapping them. I'm, I'm making them to go. I'm just swapping 15th and 14th. Um, so, in 15th is is the is the West Coast Eagles. I'm thinking about this way too much now. Is yeah. the West Coast Eagles? Um, I think last year was a bit of an anomaly for them, um, in that. They had a shitload of injuries go through their team. Um, and it wiped out a lot of good players. Um, I still think they're way too old. Um, and they're too reliant on a lot of the older players. Um, but it will be a really interesting year for them. Like, I still see them. Like You, you have a couple of injuries to some people and it's down the hill and out the door type sort of thing. So I don't want to put them too high. Um, I've got them, as I said, I had them in 14, so I've dropped them down to 15. But I could see them pushing up to maybe 12 or something like that. Um, yep. They've got an absolute young jet in Oscar Allen. If he can stay healthy, then um, he's going to take over that forward line, hopefully from Jack Darling, because Jack Darling is the biggest spud um, going around. Oh, um, after him. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, so, yeah, it's um, 
Yeah, they've, they've got some young kids coming through as well. It's whether or not they blood these young kids is going to be the thing. I really hope, I think towards the end of the year, I think you might see some of them coming through. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm i not too sure. If, if Nick Nat can stay healthy too, it changes things a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I still don't yeah, see that, them being as strong and dominant as what they used to be. Yeah, look, I, I feel if Nick Nat's healthy, you know, he's one of their key players that could potentially move him up into that 12 spot. Um, I don't think he gets him inside the eight, but um, he definitely provides a lot for them uh, on the field. And when he's healthy, he's a really fun player to watch, I think, from, you know, a non-biased and pretty ill-informed uh, source. Uh, I, I think he's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so in 14th, as I said, I had these guys in 15th, um, but in 14th, um, as I said, I, 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 this is a team that I'm going to find very, very hard to read. I think they're going to have a very up and down season. Um, and that's the GWS Giants. Um, uh, should be minor, they should be minor premiers. Mate, they won't be minor premiers for a long time. <laughs> Years. Um, so, <laughs> you know, they've lost a lot of quality um, from their side in Tim Taranto and Jacob Hopper. Um, yep. I don't, you know, like, I think it's actually in a way going to be good for them because I think you look at Hopper, Taranto, Kidniglio, Josh Kelly, um, Tom Green. They were all sort of the same midfielder. Josh Kelly sort of was able to change his game a little bit last year. Yeah. Um, but losing them, I, I think what it will do is I think it will allow some of these other guys to flourish. Um, but I'm excited. I, I'm excited for Tom Green. Yeah. I, I'm not sold on him. I think he can can get there, but I, I don't think it will be this year. Um, I, I think you'll see a, a big leap from him this year. He might not get to where you want him, but there'll be a big leap from him. Um, and he'll be he'll be right in the conversation as like a gun midfielder. No, tell it, calling it now. It will not happen. I, I the reason why it won't happen is he'll be better than he'll be better than Ollie Wines. That just really just shows how <laughs> uh, stupid you are. So um, yeah, no, I think what will happen is um, with Tom Green is like, don't get me wrong, I think he's going to be a quality player, but I think this year it'll be one of those cases of he may there will be a bit too much pressure on him, um, and to step up, and I reckon that might get to him a little bit. But you'll you'll as I reckon next year will be the year that he blossoms and comes out. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm really keen to see Aaron Cadman to see how that goes in that forward line. Um, you know, he was number one overall pick. Um, so, you know, it will be very interesting to see what happens and um, see if he can flourish and, and help them. But yeah, I don't see them higher than 14th. Um, I know a few people have got them higher than 14th, but I don't see them going higher than 14th. So, no, I think yeah. you're around the ballpark, you know, 12 to 15. I reckon that's probably the spot um, for the Giants. I think it's going to be, like you said, it's going to be an up and down year for them. Um, they'll win a few close games. They'll get flogged a few weeks, 
It'll just be what it is. Yeah. Um, the next team that I've got is in 13th. Um, I originally had these guys in 16th. Um, what, your wooden spooners? No, they <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this team, they're going to be hard to get a read. They, they also have a new coach this year, uh, new captain. Um, they had some absolutely dismal performances last year. Um, by all reports, their, their preseason has been pretty solid, but um, I still have a lot of doubts about their list, um, and that's Essendon. Um, you know, they, they do, I won't, don't get me wrong, they do have some quality. Um, you know, you got Zach Merritt, uh, big Sammy Draper. Um, is, he, he, if he can sort of flourish as well, you've got Mason Redman. Um, as that rebounding halfback, and um, yeah, you know, like I, Peter Wright, like people talked up Peter Wright, but I'm still not sold on Peter Wright. But I've, yeah, I've um, never been sold on. I've never been sold on two meter Peter. No, no. So um, yeah, they're going to be an interesting side. Um, I still see them down the bottom. Um, you know, I, I just don't see their running ability um sort of like a, they just don't seem those gut runners um which was shown last year you know as i said new coach might change that around a little bit um but yeah i don't see them being higher than i don't see them being higher than 12th to be honest so but yeah i think i think 13th will be where they are at um in 12th I have uh, another team who made a big trade in the off-season. Um, and it will be really interesting to see where they play this player. Um, and that's Adelaide. Um, be really interesting. I'm really intrigued to see where they're going to play Isaac Rankin. A lot of people are talking yep. about how they might run him through the midfield. I'm not sure... If he's at midfield, that like he's at a, like they want him to be that elite midfielder. I don't know if that's him. Um, I think he, yeah, I think he, I think he, to be honest, I think in a way he he should be used as like Robbie Gray was in his twilight of his career in terms of you playing him forward, um, and let him have a burst in the middle every now and then. Um, so but. You know, Adelaide, they've got a young list, but I'm not excited about any of their players. Um, that's just not because I go for Port Adelaide, but it's like, you know, big the big Texan who's an absolute fucking flog. Um, you know, Smartest he, thing you've said all the time. Yeah, he's, I will admit he did a lot last year, but I don't. I still don't. Oh, he's another year older. Um, I still don't see him doing too well. Everyone raves about Darcy Fogarty, but I think he's. A, I'm not sold on Darcy Fogarty either. Um, you know, the the one big thing for them is is Rory Laird. I think Rory Laird is an absolute fucking jet. Um, I think he he's going to have another strong season. 
Um, you know, they've got a new captain in Jordan Dawson, um, which I found was a bit interesting um, of a choice, but I don't know the inner workings of the club, so who knows? Um, but yeah, I still, I'm still not fully sold um, on Adelaide. So I think there's going to be a lot of average performances coming out of them. Um, hopefully one in round three. I think, yeah, one in round three would be nice. Um, would be extremely nice. So, um, yeah, from here, actually, no, there's one more team, the 11th team, um, which made this team easy to slot in. It's one of the Forgotten's, um, and that is Gold Coast. Um, I'm a big fan of Gold I'm starting to become a big fan of Gold Coast. Um, you just said they were easy to forget. Yeah, they are easy to forget um, because they're so plain, <laughs> I guess, is the term. Um, you know, I love their coach, Stewie Jew, absolute fuck. Yeah, I'm a Stewie Jew man too. Yep. Um, but they've got some quality on their list. It's just a matter of, once again, I feel sorry for them because the amount of people that have been decimated by injuries up at that club is next level. Um you know, they played some really, really good football um, last year at times, and they played some really, really average football as well. Um, but they've got some good players um, on their list. You know, they've got... It'll be really interesting to see how Elijah Hollands goes. Um, if, if, if he can get a, um, get a run... Um, would be really nice if he can do that. You know, big Levi, see if he can put together another season for him. Jared Witts, if he can, oh, I hope this man can stay healthy because um, he's an absolute unit in the ruck when he is. Um, you've got one, uh, I think one of the recruits that they've done really well with is Ben Long. Um, I don't know how they're going to use him, um, but we re- I'm really keen to see how they use him. I, I didn't, I, I wasn't, I'm not a big, big fan of him, but I think for the Suns, he'll provide that bit of dash for them. So um, it'll be really interesting to see how they go with him. Um, yeah, and Matty Rowe, well, hopefully he can live up to all oh. his expectations again. Um, yeah, hopefully he can stay healthy. Yeah, but, you know, they've got Noah Anderson, Jack Lacocious, like Jackie Boy, fuck, I hope he hasn't. Well, actually, no, I hope Jack Lacocious has an absolute fucking spud of a year and just spuds it up so much so that he gets delisted and put out like and pick him up as a delisted free agent. Um, but you know, then you then you move into um, you know you've got Sam Flanders who was in a high draft pick who hasn't had much game time. Um, whether or not he can start firing again um, will be interesting. Um, and you've got. Um, Big boy King as well, Benny King. Um, I'm not sure when he's back or if he's healthy yet. Um, so that will be yeah, – he will be key for their forward line. So um, I see them as improvers and finishing 11th. Um, like, a, like, like exactly like what they did last year is that they're probably going to lose some games that they really shouldn't. Um, yeah. And, but they'll probably win some games or push some teams to the limit at least. So um, I'm, I'm keen. I'm interested to see how Gold Coast go. I think they're starting to come along 
Um, their biggest thing is injuries, and if they can actually have a healthy list, then um, that will help. Yeah, I think I think one of their biggest things is um, they don't have a winning culture yet. They don't know how to win a tough game. Um, once the, once they start to get that ball rolling, like they've done it a couple of times, uh, but like you know, you look at really quality sides like your Sydney and your Geelongs and all that. They just know how to win. Whereas yeah, you know, the Gold, I, Gold Coast have thrown away a couple of games that they should have won um, as well. Like that's just from last year, from what I saw. Yeah, I think. I think they're starting to build that, though, is that um, they've had... Last year, they won a couple of really close games, but they also lost a couple of close games. Um, yeah. But they're, they're improving where I think the years before, years prior, they would have lost those close games. So I think they are improving. Um, what they have last... They, 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 they were 10 and 12 last year. So, um, you know, I, I expect them around that 10, 10 to 12 win mark. Um so yeah, as I said, it will be a very close, like will be close season. So, um, but pretty much that bottom, I'm going to still keep going. But from 11 down to 18, like I think that's pretty much sorted in terms of those. However, how many teams? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Those eight teams are going to be your bottom, bottom eight. Um, they're um. I don't, I don't see it changing too much from them. Um, as I said, there, there's some teams in there that will push teams um, and win games that they shouldn't, but I see them not really being winning. So, um, which will take me into 10th. So, from here is, I find it very open. Very, very open. Um, there's some quality lists here. Um, but it's whether or not they can put it all together on the day. Um, in 10th, I have the Bulldogs. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how they go without Josh Dunkley. Um, I, they've got the midfield to covering. Um, I, I, bet, I just don't know. I'm still not sold on their forward line and their back line. Um, yeah, they've gone and recruited the Rory Lobb um, to be paired up front and everything. But I'm just not, I'm still not fully sold on on them. Um, Liam Jones in the back line, I think they've shored that up. Um, but yeah, I, I still feel like they're a bit of a basket case at times. Um, yeah, they've, they've probably got the best player in the comp when he wants to be. Uh, well, I shouldn't say when he wants to be, he always wants to be, but when he's firing, his best is the best in the comp, and that's the bond. Um, I absolutely love the man. Um, he's an absolute jet, but I think if they get the best out of him, McRae, and I think if they let Tom Liberatore off the leash, then they can be a challenger. I, I could easily see the Bulldogs being fourth, um, top four. Um, that's a big jump. But I, I just don't. I just don't see them being consistent enough to do it. So that's why I've got them in a tenth. Um, in ninth, I've got this team. It's a team that surprised everyone last year, uh, especially me. 
I see them coming right back to the pack a lot. Um, I don't. I still don't like their list. Um, I don't like the club. I wish the club would fold and disappear from all history. Um, and that is Collingwood. Um, yeah, did I know? Yeah, did I know? Um, yeah, look, I think they've done like Dan McStay. Yeah, he's a good recruit, but I sit there and I look at it and I go, if they're expecting him to be their number one forward, I think they're going to be in a bit of strife. No, he he won't be their number one forward. It's got to be Big Coxie. No, I don't. I don't even know if he's going to get a game, to be honest. So, no, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I yeah. oh, I wonder how they're going to go without uh, Grundy. I think, to be honest, I don't see that as a big loss. Um, Darcy Cameron, uh, like he didn't, like he did, he did, he he did well enough without without Rody Grundy. I think um, the big thing is, is that I think, um, or I don't see like you look at when they started winning games last year or the year before, whenever I can't, I think it was last year, they started winning games. And it was when he was out injured. So I don't see him as a big loss. They played a fair chunk of last year without him. So it's already... Yep. They already sort of expect to know what's going on. Um, you know, I look at their back line. You know, Darcy Moore, I'm slowly coming around. I'm, not, I'm never going to like the guy, but I'm slowly coming around to thinking he, that he's... He, he's, he's pretty after. consistent. Yeah, he's pretty consistent yeah. back there. Yeah, um, you know, Jeremy Howe, he can play all right. Um, their midfield is a lot of people rate it. I'm still not sold on it. Um, Taylor Adams goes out every second week injured. Oh, it'd be um, interesting to see what this Dacos kid does in his second year. Um, I think if they're going to run him through the middle, I think he's going to get torn to shreds. Um, I don't. I think he's he, he's your outside midfielder. He's not your in and under. I think he's your. I think they found his perfect spot in that half back flank, or wing role. Um, I, I, yeah, I still yeah. I'm not going to talk about him. <laughs> um, yeah, Jordan Jordan's the goal. He's going to be a big big factor for him. As much as I hate to say, it, is that if he can. Um, play consistently well, then he, yeah, it, it helps them. But I also sit there and I go, I, when they needed to, him last year to stand up at times, he didn't. Um, and then, so I, I just, I, I just don't know if he can have a controversy for a year as well. I think that goes a long way. So um, Yeah. If, he, if they can get him under wraps off the field, it'll be a better year for them. Uh, but yeah, that's easier said than done. Yeah. So um, that's my top, well, my bottom 10, bottom 10. Um, as I said, I think the bottom eight's pretty much, it will just be a matter of finishing position. Um, top 10 will be, um, there will be a bit where a lot of teams are in and out, up and down type sort of situations. So, um, it's uh, yeah. So uh, as I say, I'm keen for the year. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how they all go. So yeah. 
Yeah, righto. All right. Well, uh, let's split it up. Let's get into choice of two with two blokes. I am asking the questions first because we're all sick of your voice. Yep, that's fair enough. Uh, I'm going to start really easy. How many sides are in the AFL? 16. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking unreal you are. All righty. Should Giannis Antetokounmpo go in the category of stat patter? No. Fuck off. I'm sick of this shit. They brought it up about Russell Westbrook. He, no, he's not a stat patter. Um, no. Did did you see him having a laugh about it? No, I didn't. Ever, I didn't. Oh, okay. So they ended up taking the rebound off him because it wasn't a legitimate yes. shot attempt. He put the ball on the backboard, turned around, caught it, and he had this big dick-eating grin on his face. And he was just like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know. He doesn't care. He's just having fun. No. He doesn't, like, and, so, that's, and that's what I mean. Is that he doesn't care. He's, he's, he's no, yeah. He's he not. He's not pushing people out of the way for a rebound, or yeah, you know, making his teammates box everyone out so he can grab everything. And no, he's just, mate. He's just out there having fun. I love watching Giannis. Uh, I've actually, I've actually got him as my MVP so far. Uh no, I don't. I still have. I still have Nikola Jokic, um, only because of. Some, I think it was JJ Reddick made a. I can't remember. I don't know if it's JJ or not, but they made a really good comment in terms of um, you've got to win, like take the MVP trophy off the last year's MVP. And I sit there and I go, no, like Nikola Jokic is still performing higher level. And yeah. No one's taken it off him yet. Like, if, 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 if it, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I, I, I still see him. If he fell off, and I'd go, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, yeah. Performing he's, high, high level. He's an absolute beast. Uh, I just, um, I just can't buy into the Nuggets for some reason. I just can't buy into them. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Even though, even though there's seven games in front of the West, I just can't buy into them. Um, can Jarmarant turn his life around? Um, I would hope so. I would hope he does. You know, it's an, admittedly he's an exciting young player. Um, I did, I'm not. I don't like what the Grizzlies have been doing in terms of being trash talking and arrogant and that type of stuff. Um, no, I, I like it. I don't. I I. I think you need to earn that. I don't think they've earned it. Um, yeah, what have they done? They've done nothing. Called out the, called out the Warriors to get a, a Christmas Day game and get absolutely smashed by a team without Steph Curry. That's what I mean. I, I, they, they haven't earned they haven't earned the trash talking. Um, I think yeah. that, and, and the arrogance. Like, yes, you've got to have a you've got to have a part of it. Like, admittedly. You've got to have that little bit of arrogance and, and, and trash talking, but they've gone above the level that they should be. Uh, you know, if they've if they've been to 
two NBA finals or, you know, two Western Coast Conference finals or something like that, then I'd go, yeah, okay, look, you're worth it. Um, but Or even won a series. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Did like they that, win a series? I think Honestly, they series. Did they win a series last playoffs? Oh, I can't remember now. And so. did they, or did they verse the Warriors straight up and get smashed? I can't, I can't remember now. No, I neither can I. But yeah, as get, I said, get past the Warriors. That's what I mean. Is that they're not for me? They're they're not at that level. Be that arrogant. Okay. Um, can the Sacramento Kings manage to get over the Memphis Grizzlies and finish in the second seed? Uh, no. Uh, I don't see Memphis being second, but I don't see the Kings being second. Okay, so who have you got a second? The Clippers? No, okay, see, man. We're coming home strong. Phoenix? I think Phoenix. Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Sacramento is actually the second seed. (laughs) They're equal second. But, yeah, no, I see see Phoenix coming home strong. Um, Yep. Memphis are going to drop off with Jar's suspension. Um, yeah. Sacramento, I, like, yeah, they're going to be around about. Dallas will be interesting to see if they can put something together, but yeah, I don't see. Um, I don't see. I, I think I think Phoenix will, once they start gelling a little bit and things, I think they'll start coming together. I tell you what, you did not, back. you did not, you did not want to be the three or four seed, and get the fucking Warriors in the first round. No, you definitely do not. No. No. I'd be playing hard to get that second seed. Yes. Uh, um, Right, I'm not sure if you've heard what Kevin Garnett uh, has said in regards to Anthony Davis, uh, but he has come out and said that if Anthony Davis can't prove to be the man while LeBron James is out, the Lakers should move him this off-season? What do you reckon? I think I think the Lakers should be getting rid of Anthony Davis and LeBron James this off-season. Um, they're not going to win another championship. Um, it's, I think they should be moving them on and trying to get some young, young, young talent. Um, Big fan of Jared Vanderbilt right here. Love watching him go. So, yeah, that's what I mean, is it? You're starting to get a few pieces there. Um, you know, whether or not D'Angelo Russell can stay healthy, um, yeah. things like that. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to say D'Angelo Russell is your thing, but, you know, you no. got Hachimura. Look, you can move Anthony Davis and, you know, get a really, really good piece. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah, a lot of people still rate him very highly. Uh, last basketball one. Your life is on the line. You need an NBA NBA player to score fifty points in a game. Who are you taking, Dame or Steph? I'd go neither, but I'd go Dame out of those two. They're the only two you got. Yeah, no, I'd go Dame. 
better idea. If you had to pick one, yeah, if you had to pick anyone. If I had to pick anyone, it would be Kevin Durant. Really? Active NBA player would be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is one of the most outstanding scorers that has ever played the game. Oh, yeah. I think just because he hasn't put the numbers up, but I think he's just a... He is. He would easily drop. Oh, him. yeah, he's one of the best scorers in NBA history. If I if I was going any NBA player ever, it would be Larry Bird. Mm, Birdman. Yep. Oh no. Um. NRL round one last weekend. Mm-hmm. Cameron Munster compound dislocates his finger. Now, I'm not sure if you've seen the photos, but if you're not eating, look them up. Have a look at Cam Munster compound dislocation. Uh, it is grotesque, probably the word. Uh it is very full on. Uh, should he have been able to return to the field after this injury, given the high risk of infection? Uh, I'm trying to see the photos. I can't see the photos. Why not? Use your bloody head, Dylan. It doesn't look that. It doesn't look that bad. Have you actually seen it? Yeah. With yeah, the bone out? Yeah, yeah. No, he's putting on a if, if, I, I think I, I think if, if he was if he was right to be popped that back in and away you go and, and he's fine like can hot handle the ball and has no no pain, no nothing, yeah, go for it. Strap that motherfucker up and away you go. What's the difference between that and having an open gash on your head that you just go whack a couple of staples in on the field and you go bang, bang, away you go? I think your hands are very different. Um, Kettle of fish to cut on your head. Your head's going in some bloke's arsehole, so, yeah. Oh, I suppose it is Cam Munster. (laughs) So uh, I'd say no problem. If, if he's able to continue playing, I'd say no uh, no problem. Okay. Uh, Ricky Stewart uh, did what Ricky Stewart does best uh, and had a blow-up in the press conference. Uh, two topics uh, he really hit on, the Rugby League Players Association uh, and the concussion rule. Um, and he was saying that, you know, um, he knows his players the best and rah, rah. Uh, should they look into the independent doctor in the NRL? Because oh, Ricky Stewart, what, no Ricky Stewart, what he's okay. talking about. So, okay, so uh, if you come off with a um, a head injury, um, well, actually, if you, if you're involved in say a head clash or a head high tackle or something, there's an independent doctor watching the game. He reviews all the footage and he gets word out to the referee and goes, "No, these bikes have." Um, head contact, he has to go off for a head injury assessment. 
Ricky Stewart wants to scrap the independent doctor. If there's an injury, yes, but uh, like he believes that he knows the players the best. Uh, he knows his players the best, and he wants to make that call if there is an injury. Should they remove the independent doctor? Uh, it's interesting because in AFL, they don't have the independent doctor as the team doctors. Yep. Um, but that make the call. Um, but since it's been in, 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 the, in, in the AFL, there's only really been one or two maybe controversial ones. Um, so, you know, I'd, I, I personally would like the independent doctor because it takes out, you know, it's pure player well-being. Um, I understand that yeah. some I understand that some players are usually, you know, there's like I've heard stories of some blokes that they, you know, you've got to get your concussion baseline on the tests and shit like that and all this other stuff. But it um, and you know, some of them can already be fairly low because they're a bit fucking dopey, but. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't mind it. I'm not against it. I'm not for it. Um, that's the rule. That's the rule. Um, if it, if it was drastically not working in terms of a lot of bad calls, then yeah, I'd be okay scrapping it. But if it's working majority of the time, then don't see anything wrong. With yeah, it. well, uh, rugby rid, league... I would be getting rid of the bunker first. Yeah, well, the Rugby League Players Association has come out and said that will not be happening. It pretty much told Ricky Stewart to pull his head in and get fucked. Yep, fair enough. Uh, Mitchell Moses has a contract dispute coming out. Or not a dispute. He's got two teams in a bidding war for him. Um, and he's actually come out and said it's a little bit of a distraction. Um, after going the whole off-season, no, it's not going to distract me. He plays one round. Uh, they don't win. Oh, it's a bit of a distraction for me, you know. Rah, rah, rah. Should there be a date before the season for contract conversations to cease to prevent in-season disruptions or distractions? No. Um, I think you're still going to have, you know, if, if they don't sign before that time, you're still going to have disruptions. So I don't see, no. Okay. Uh, not so sure if you've been following any of the tennis. Uh, the Mexico Open uh, was held over the last two weeks. Um, Taylor Fritz, the American, I think he's the fifth seed or uh, fifth uh, ranked in the world. Uh, he got penalised for a tyre violation while he was on serve because he had to go have a spew behind his... Um, his seat. Should he have been penalised with a time violation for what was obviously a medical um, interruption? No. Could that be loopholed? Um, I think it's fairly easy to see that it's going to be a loophole. Like I can understand there'd be a loophole, but I sit there and I also go like, you can literally see the bloke throwing up behind his seat. Yeah, he had a he had a good yak. He had a good yak into a bucket too. <laughs> yeah, so no, like obviously, obviously, if they're really taking the piss, then yeah, okay. But that one there, you can literally see. Yeah, um, what's going on? Okay, last one. 
Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass this week. The reigning champ is none other than our very own Cam Smith. Should he have been able to attend the event, even though he is now a lift golfer? Yep. I disagree. Did they not invite past champions back? Don't when you're not part of the PGA anymore. Um, so they they uh, had Rory McIlroy do a press conference. Um, he got asked about it. He goes, well, look, it really should be the reigning champ sitting here, but uh, he made his bed and he's got to sleep in it. Um, so... I, I, once again, I'm on this thing of with the live golf and everything is that I, unless they've got a contract that specifically states that, that they have to play for the one, you know, they have to, they're not allowed to play anywhere else, they have to play live golf, then they're, they should be allowed to do whatever they fuck they want. And if that means that the PGA goes, look, yep, you, you won it last year, you're invited back, then you should be allowed to. I think it falls back on terms of the PGA, if anything, um, saying whether or not they should allow him. But I sit there and I go, he's one of the best golf- golfers in the in the in the world. What, you, you want the best golfers playing in, in your tournament, so I'd be doing everything possible to get him there. No, I disagree. I disagree. But anyway, we'll move on. It's uh, I'm done. It's all you. Now. Oh, you're done. Oh, right. Yep. Sorry. Uh, rightio. So, uh, topic of discussion at the moment is how long should Jar get suspended for? The rest of his career. Okay. Interesting. No, um, they've floated 50 game suspensions around. You know, me and you have been talking about this quite a lot. He's just going to blame one of his mates one of his crew, one of his homies um, to lower his suspension. Uh, Memphis give him a two-game suspension. I think that was pretty soft. Um, now he's taken a step back to you know, sort of get himself right and do this and do that. Wonder what sort of people he's hanging out with while he's doing this. Um, you know, I see Stephen A had a go at uh, his old man today. Um, yeah, I no, I saw that. I don't think it was. A I, don't, I, don't. I think I, I think he he made valid points in terms of. Um, well, he you know, he definitely he definitely brought into question his parenting. Um, but I, like, I, don't, I don't know if he said that. It, it was more of he, saying you need to step up as a dad now, not a celebrity. Well, that's questioning his parenting, isn't it? No, like not not as in like you know. I don't think I I took it as him not saying you know. Now's not for him to say. Now's not the time to be your celebrity. Now's the time to you know. Well, you can be both. With your son, no, no. Oh, not yeah. not the dad. No, not the not the dad. No, I thought you were talking about uh, Jar. No, 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 no. 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 What's his no. name? Tra- 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 hey. Trey. Trey. No, no. no idea. Somewhere. Um, but yeah, like, um, yeah. Look, I really want the NBA to come down hard on him, um, but I think. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit more lenient um, than what was what was talked about. So uh, yeah, probably it's probably not going to be enough. Yep. 
what was the bigger upset? Broncos beating Penrith or the Dolphins? Dolphins. Beating... Don't, right, eh? Uh, will North Carolina fin- make mad madness, Matt March madness? Um, really interesting point or question here. Um, uh, I think they just they just get there. Um, I don't think they do anything when they're there, though. They're going to be in and out for them. Uh, conversation or topic as well in the NRL at the moment, um, especially in between between walk well, for teams that have good juniors and are losing them. Um, they spend all this money in developing the juniors and only to have them taken later on. Uh, should the NRL bring in like a bird rights system where the teams can go over the salary cap to sign players that they've developed? Uh, yes, and there should also be like um, club incentives as well. So, like, if you retain that player, the club, you know, uh, not just on the salary cap side, but the club gets um, some sort of, um, oh, I don't know what the word is, uh, benefit from it. Um, but, you know, there's there's a reason these players are leaving the club. So, you know, that's got to be looked into as well. Yeah, because they're being offered way more money. <laughs> yeah, well, why isn't, the feeder club, you know, work or the development club working on that. You know, you can see someone with a lot of talent coming in, snatch them up early, you know, sign them long term. If they're young and you put, you know, seven years of, you know, 400,000 in front of them or back in the shit out of the deal. So, like, when they're a gun, they're getting paid like it. Why aren't they doing that? You know, like, these are the sort of things they've got to be looking into. Okay, I don't agree with that bit, but that's all right. Uh, the AFL recently announced that their food and beverages prices are going to be going up. Um, is beer and food too expensive at the footy ball? It's too expensive everywhere you go. That's true. You know, like, yep, there's... There's a lot of working class people that don't go to the footy anymore. Yep. It's not because they it's not because they don't enjoy it. It's because they can't afford it. Yeah. Um. On the topic of the AFL, um, there's a new will be a new CEO at some stage this year. Uh, one of the finalists for the position is Brendan Gale, who is currently, I think, he's the president. Or is this is some chief role at Richmond? Should the AFL CEO be an independent person? Yes. Have no ties. Yes. Yep. Yes. So if you if you look at the NRL, we got uh, Peter Valandis, uh, and he was the uh, head of racing New South Wales. Yep. No, I agree yeah. with that. I'm, I'm uh, pretty sure he's. I'm pretty sure he's in the rooster's back pocket, but um, very much so. But uh, that just is what it is. Um, should 
Victoria or South Australia get an NRL team? Victoria already does. I don't think Victoria can have another well, one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do they get another one or does South Australia get one? Um, uh, I don't really want South Australia to get one, to be honest. Um, I'd prefer to see like PNG involved. A PNG involved. Um, okay. But if you're doing that, then obviously you're going to need to have talent that wants to go to PNG as well. So, you know, it can't just be a PNG side. Like, it's going to be um, some players that want to go over there. So I think that's going to be a little bit tough uh, for them. Uh, maybe a Perth if they're going to uh, have one on. But the team I really want to see back in the NRL is the North Sydney Bears. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Because if, if I'll, I'll say it loud and proud right now, if the North Sydney Bears come back into the NRL, I'm no longer a North Queensland Cowboys supporter. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, two part question or two questions, sort of thing. Both relate to the same or to a similar person. Uh, Paragasol had his jersey retired today by the Wafers. Yes. Is Kobe and Powell one of the best NBA duos, not necessarily on the court, but just one of the best all-time duos? Yes. Uh, leads into this one. If you had to pick one of these three to start a team with, are you picking Carl Gasol, Dirk Nowinski, or Luka Doncic? Uh, I'm going to scratch Luca uh, straight away. Um, ooh, oh, it's really tough between Paul and Dirk. Um, oh, I've got to go Dirk. I've always been Good a Dirk choice. fan. Good choice. Always been a Dirk Good fan. Yeah. Good choice. Um, last question. Would you rather hit... A hole in one to win the Masters or the game winner in game seven? <laughs> so, what question is that? I'm taking a hole in one at the Masters. I don't even care if I do it on the Thursday and get cut on the Friday. No, I don't know. Fair enough. No, yeah. no, no, no. Like, like hole in one to win the Masters. Oh, yeah, no, I don't care. I would have taken it on the Thursday and got cut on the Friday, and I would take that over hitting the game winner in game seven. Yeah, all right, all right. fair enough. Yeah, not not even close. Fair enough. All right, well, I guess I should jump back into my top eight for the AFL. Um, yeah, half the league. So we have in eight... Um, a team I think a lot of people will think are going to bounce back and be very, very strong. I don't see it happening. Uh, I think their key player will continually get injured. Um, and yes, they've got coverage now for him, but I don't, I still don't like him. Um, and that is Richmond, um, or Bitchman, I should say. Um, I cannot oh, wait the for them team to you be the team that I forgot. Um, so yeah, I, I've got them there. Uh, in seventh, 
Um, a little bit disappointing with this choice. Um, a little bit disappointing watching this team in the practice matches. Um, but they have a high quality list, and I think we have a, they have a list um, that can potentially go all the way. Um, but I don't think that they will, unfortunately, and that is Port Adelaide. Um, once again, key, like a few of these teams, keys will be making sure that our players stay healthy. I think if Charlie Dixon can stay healthy and we actually develop a way to get the ball into the forward line other than just bomb it in, um, yep. then we should be right. I'm really keen on Jason Orn Francis to see how he um, plays. He was not super, super impressive in the practice matches, but he, he did he did some good things, and, and I'm excited to see that. Um, Chad Boak, I think, will be a key again as well for us. Um, I think Connor Rosie will be amazing again. Um, but I think the biggest person, most important person for, for Port Adelaide, which will be very underrated, will be is, well, is Sam Power Pepper. So... Um, yeah, you've rated, you've rated him for a long time. I've rated him ever since he's come into the team. So um, he's going to be – I still think he's a Jet. Um, he just busts his ass off every year, um, so every game. Um, in sixth, I have a team who I, I've been – I've liked for a very, very long time. Um, they've said that they're coming. Um, Fremantle. No. Um They've said that they're coming, and I, once again, that each year they get decimated by injuries. Um, so if they can manage, and they've managed to finally get some depth, so if they can keep injury free, then they're doing all right. Um, and that is the Blues. Um, Carlton, yeah. I rate them: Paddy Cripps, uh, Sammy Walsh, uh, you got Adam Chera, uh, Big H. Uh, Charlie, you got Jacob Weedering, who needs a bit of help down back, but I think that they're starting to get that. Um, Sam Doherty, you know, they've got a they've got a great list. I really like their list, but it's just a matter of whether or not they can stay healthy. Um in fifth, this team I have them dropping as low as tenth. Um but I also I've also got them at in fifth. Um and that's Sydney. Um, I like a couple of their players. Um, I I think that they overachieved last year, and as I said, that's why I'm I'm sort of basing it on last year how they went. Uh, but I I can easily see them dropping right off. Um, just depends on if they once again. A big thing here is staying healthy. So, um, but yeah, so I've got Sydney in the fifth. Um, yep. In fourth, uh, I have a very young team that I think is going to be the, 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 they will win a flag if they can keep their nucleus together eventually, um, and that's Freo. I rate Freo very highly. Um, they're starting to finally get some pieces put together. Um, I can also see them dropping quite low. I don't see I see them making the eight. I don't see them dropping out of the eight, but I could like you know I could see them finishing eighth. 
Um, once again, it all comes down to making sure that the players stay healthy. But I think if Nat Fire finally buys into it and plays forward 90% of the game, um, then they're going to be, your know, teams are going to be in for a bit of strife. Um, they've got probably what the, the player I think is probably the best two-way midfielder in the game, and that's in Andrew Brayshaw. Um, and, you know, Kale Strong's coming through. Uh, uh, Sean Darcy is an absolute fucking weapon in the rock. They've just picked up Luke Jackson, who's going to help fill the void of Rory Lobb. Um, they've got some really good backmen that are starting to shine through as well. So I see them being a tough team to beat. Um, I was really iffy about this one, putting them third. Once again, I could, oh, oh, I really hope that they drop off. Um, but I don't, oh, unfortunately, I don't think that they will. They're just too well set up. Um, and that's Melbourne. Um, I think when you've got the midfield of Petrarca, Oliver, um, you know, those, just those two guys help you out massively. And then when you've yeah. got Stephen May um, and the likes down the back in the back line, it, it's, as I said, they're too well set up. Um, oh, I can't. Um, I saw, I went to a Melbourne game last year uh, and he plays like on the. Is it Spargo? Spargo? I think it was Spargo or something like that. Fucking Charlie Spargo. He actually played well in the game I saw. Fucking, I hate him so much. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to get into that with him, about him, so I'll just leave that. Um, but, yeah, so my big question mark is, I know it, people are saying it's going to work fine, but is is the Brody Grundy Max Gorn? Um, I think they're going to have a lot of issues there. Uh, or not a lot of issues, but I think they're going to have a few issues um, to work working that out, um, which is why I think that they could potentially drop off. But I also have a feeling that they won't. I think it, they'll get worked out pretty quickly. So can I just can I just say a name that you haven't for Melbourne? Um, local boy, local boy around here. Uh, that's Clayton Oliver. I've already talked about Oliver. No, you didn't. I said Oliver and Petrarca in the midfield. Did you? Yes. <laughs> oh, you need to spend more time. You need to spend more time on him. That kid's a gun. No, I don't. He's a fucking flog and got no time for him. You'd have a heartbeat at Port. No, I wouldn't. I, I'm very controversial, but no, I wouldn't. I think he's yeah. an absolute flog. I don't like him. Um, Good player. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not going to get into this. Um, in second, um, right, this is my pick for the premiership to go all the way and actually win the grand final, but they is the Brisbane Lions. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of what they've done in the offseason. Um, I was very surprised that Josh Dunkley went to Brisbane because... I feel like he's gone from the Bulldogs to playing the exact same role up at the Brisbane Lions. Um, they have one of my all-time, all-time favourite players. Um, I, I like the way that this kid just goes about his football. I think he's very underrated, but he's very important for them, and that's Hugh McCluggage. Um 
I think he's going to get pushed out a little bit with Dunkley coming in, which I think will be unfair. Um, but, yeah, they've got Dunkley, McCluggage, Lockie Neal. Um, they've got Harris Andrews, Marcus Adams. Um, the big O, Zach Bailey, you've got Charlie. Um, yeah, they're, they're got quality all over the park. And then just added as well with um, Will Ashcroft. Um, who is unlike uh, Nick Dacos, he will actually thrive in the midfield and win his own ball um, and will look good winning his own ball. Um, so I think I think the uh, this will this person will be also be an underrated pickup for them and that's Jack Gunston. I hate Jack Gunston, yep. but I think it's a great pickup by Brisbane in that. Then, like, they try to play Damick Stay, Danaher, and Hipwood all in the same forward line, and it just doesn't work. They needed that mid-size forward, and that's exactly what Jack Gunston is. And I think he is going to – if he can stay healthy, I think he'll thrive um, in that forward line with them. So I, I think they're going to be an absolute beast. Um, yeah, he's a pretty straight shooter too. Yeah. Um, which leaves only one team in at number one, and that's the reigning premiers in Geelong. As much as I hate to say it, I've picked for years that they're too old, too slow, and that they will eventually drop off. But I think they've actually done well this year in recruiting. I think they've, they've got some young talent that is coming through. Um, you know, picking up Ollie Henry, Jack Bowes, uh, or Bose, um, Tanner Broom, um, has been really good. I think Ollie Henry probably won't get a game um, unless Hawkins or um, what's his name, uh, Jeremy Cameron's injured. But um, I think he's he's he, he's going to learn a lot from them. And yeah, I I don't see them going all the way, um, but I do see them being strong. So um, yeah, that's my top eighteen. Um, I then push into the Brownlow. Uh, hard choice. A lot of people think that it should be like a Petrarca, Bontempelli, uh, Oliver. I think they all have too many people taking votes off them, um, where this man is, as I've alluded to, is an absolute fucking weapon. Um, and he should have won it last year. Um, but that's Andrew Brayshaw. I think he's going yep. to win it this year. He should he yep. should, have said, should have won it last year. I think he's an absolute jet. And um, I, I, so I think he's two-way running. I, I don't think he gets brought, talked about enough. Um, he is just a beast. Um, no argument from me there. In the Coleman, um, I could not split three people. Um so I just I couldn't do it, so I just went all three. Um, and that is Charlie Kernow, Harry Mackay, and Jeremy Cameron. I think one of those three will win it. Um, I just don't know which one. Um, so the day will be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, I think for, for Carl to be successful, I think Charlie and Harry need to have a field day each game, um, which they're capable of doing. So, yeah. Uh, rising star. Uh, I've got it between two players. 
Um, I've talked about them both now. Um, I think one of them will only be, I think one of them's easy favourite and I think he'll easily win it. The only way he doesn't win it is if he gets injured. And that's Will Ashcroft. Um, bloke is an absolute jet. I think he's just going to absolutely kill it um, up there. Um, but the, I think the sort of, yeah, the roughy will be uh, Matthias Philippou. Um, I think he's going to have a good year down at St Kilda. So, um, and that's why I think he, he. The only reason why I think he might sort of stand out more is because, um, you know, he could be St Kilda's best every week, um, where Will Ashcroft might be down the pecking order a little bit because you'll have the likes of Lockie Neal, um, Josh Dunkley, McCluggage, those guys. Yeah. Um, and then I've got a bit of a controversial one. I'm not happy about this, but I think it's going to happen. Um, and that is first coach fired. I think it's going to be Kenny. Um, yep. I have a feeling that we might get to round, I'm going to say round eight, and I reckon we'll be four and four or something like that. Um, and I think they'll make a call um, early on. Um, I don't agree with it. I, I do, but I don't. I think I love Kenny. Um, I think he he's an outstanding coach. Um, well, I should say he's an outstanding people um, major. Um, and the relationships that he forms with his players is next level. That's all you hear about out of Port Adelaide. Um, what I'd love to happen, but I don't like it won't happen is I'd love for him to go into like a the um you know head of football or something like that at Port Adelaide where he still hangs around and he's still with the boys. But that's not gonna happen. Um that just it'd be too many voices still around yeah. and everything. So um but I think that's gonna be the first, he's gonna be the first coach fired and I think um Josh Carr will end up getting the job over him. Yep. Yep, right. Alrighty. Uh you covered all bases, have you? Um yes. Good to hear. Good to hear. Look, uh yeah, I think yeah, I think you're thereabouts. Um I like your top four. Um I could see Sydney sneaking in there, one of those teams dropping out. Uh, but apart from that, I think I think you're all right. I think your confidence could have been a little bit higher. Uh, with what you did, but you did forget two teams. So, as I said, I I'm extremely confident in the top ten in terms of they're going to be the top ten, and yep. the bottom eight will be the bottom eight. I'm just not confident in the finishing positions in terms of yeah. Positions. That's always the hardest part. Like yeah. like I said last week, you know, like I thought my top seven was really strong. I didn't know, you know, eight through seventeen. Um, but look, we're uh, we're only so-called experts, and it's a self-given title. So there's only so much um, we can do. No, speak for yourself. Um, I've been oh, told by you, many many a people that I'm an expert. Oh yeah, in what subject? Talking shit. <laughs> yeah, shit housery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, an expert's oh. an expert. That is true. That is true. Uh, well, yeah, look, um, 
we'll finish on that. Um, just want to give everyone a quick um, roughy for uh, the Players' Championship over in TPC Sawgrass. Um, if you're really looking for some value, um, Sahith Gala. Um, you know, I think I think he's going to play quite well. Um, and Nick Taylor as well. I think those two have a lot of potential. Um, I think I think the girl is around, you know, forty dollars. Um, forty dollars to win. I'm just checking now. So he's the guy. He's eighty-one dollars. Jesus, that is uh, and, that is the definition of rough. No, Nick Taylor's a rough here at one hundred and fifty-one. That is the definition of extreme rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, uh, I really like Jason Day as well. Uh, he's playing some really good golf, um, representing the Aussies now. He's carrying the flag for us. Uh, so, yeah, it should be really an interesting weekend of golf. Yes, it should be. It should be. But, um, no, look, uh, thanks very much for uh, your AFL predictions. We'll recap them at the end of the season, uh, as we always do. Uh, and I will catch you next week, big fella. Uh, look yes. forward to it. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your tattoo. Uh, and I'll speak to you very soon. Yes, we will. And, uh, yeah, enjoy everyone. And hopefully we can get another double bang. Double bang, baby. Bang, bang. Ski, ski. <laughs> 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 <laughs>